Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Businesses need to think beyond today. That's why ADP uses data driven insights to design HR solutions to help your business find more success tomorrow. HR, time, talent, benefits, payroll, ADP, always designing for people. Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to do list. Explore Deloitte Technology Careers at Deloitte.com/slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hello, Dr. Ed Berry. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, a Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here on the show today to share a very important topic, and that is how to turn your stress into exhilaration when engaging in a new venture. And this will help our audience who have been battling with staying at home, non-mobility, and dealing with the lockdowns and COVID stuff, because more than ever, myself included, have started to have issues with my back. And you're the CEO of Back2, that's B-A-A-C-K-2, the number two, uh, helping people, um, you're the creator of a device helping people with lower back pain. So it's fabulous to have you here. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. It's exciting to be here, and I appreciate the invitation. Oh, um, Treating back problems has always been a passion of mine since the early days in practice when I realized how epidemic low back pain was in the general population. And uh, as, as a treating chiropractor, we look for ways to treat people with these types of conditions on a very conservative basis. So we're always looking for the best methods to accomplish that, uh, to treat people so that they don't have to have medication, they don't have to take prescription medication, and they don't have to resort to surgery. And in the early days of my practice, surgery was very, very common for people who had even uh, average back problems. And uh, it was very distressing to see these people come into the office uh, mm -hmm. debilitated with pain, not able to do their regular activities, not able to participate in the things that they really like to be, to be participants in, mm -hmm. uh, as well as even conduct their work. Mm -hmm. So. Um, in treating these conditions, looking for the best protocols, I, I came upon a, a protocol that really interested me because it was the most effective. And it involved a very, very um, easy approach where we used uh, a specialized table 
and had the patient subjected to a very passive movement, what we call flexion and distraction or traction. Mm -hmm. And the patient would lie face down on the table. Uh, their ankles would be restrained with little straps and we would push the bottom portion of the table down and effectively it would open the segments in the lower back to relieve pressure on the disc uh -huh. and flex the back at the same time. And this proved to be the combination of movements that was most relieving and therapeutic for patients who were suffering from some of these really debilitating chronic and recurring lower back problems, specifically related to the disc. Wow. And for years and years, I wondered, how would it be uh, to, to develop a device that patients could use at home in the comfort of their own home to support this type of therapeutic action? so that they wouldn't have to rely on coming to the doctors, taking medication, or doing any of the other things that uh, inconvenience them in their lives. And so I started to think about how to create this device. And uh, in the beginning, I, I met with engineers, I met with people uh, in the industry to try and, and come up with a credible design, a workable design. And it was very, very difficult because as a chiropractor, as a treating chiropractor, I had very little engineering experience. So I needed help in that regard. Yeah. And it took me years before I finally was able to find after many iterations and prototypes that were really unworkable and unsatisfactory as far as I was concerned for uh, trying to present this to the public. I found a small boutique engineering firm right next door in Philadelphia. And these two fellows were athletes. They had an athletic background. And they understood exactly the concept that I was trying to go for. And they came up, they helped me create a design, which I feel satisfied all of the requirements that I was looking for to develop this device. Mm -hmm. So we started working on it. And within a couple of years, we had some very good work workable prototypes to the point now where we have a finished prototype mm -hmm. and ready to produce. Uh, and that's what we call the lift. And that's the uh, device that we're trying to uh, uh, to put out on the marketplace right now. And can people find out about it right now? Is it able for the public to check it out? Or Well, they can go on our website, uh, www.back2.com, and they will see a little video that will help to very, very easily explain what the lift does and how it's to be used. Mm -hmm. And on th that case, when they go to the website, is there a place they can sign up when it's ready that they can actually buy it? Well, they can sign up. We're not in production just yet. <laughs> we're, we're developing uh, with our consultants, we're developing our website and we're gonna have another version of that website out soon, which expands our vision. Uh, and you mentioned the keyword movement. It's yeah. really going to be about movement, about creating a digital platform where patients who have suffered chronic issues can come in, they can get advice about what they should do, They'll, be, they'll have the advantage of having access to experts who can talk to them nice. uh, and they can look over the device and see if that fits their lifestyle. That is fabulous. This is so great. You don't know how many people I know that deal with, especially I'm in my 50s, but I know people in their 30s and 40s, as we say, this since COVID, even more sedentary lifestyle leading to more back pain, lower back pain, and spe specifically, this will help tremendous amount of people. Now, can I ask you as a chiropractor, I'm curious, has there been any issues with more of the upper back because of so much of the texting? Have you seen the issues with that? Well, it's, that's interesting that you mentioned that because the lower back, considering the lower back and the lumbar spine, mm -hmm. the foundation of the house, if anything goes wrong with the foundation, it's going to affect everything above. Wow. So 
And many times people who have chronic lower back pain eventually because of compensation that they, they will necessarily have to kind of incorporate into their movements, they will begin to suffer neck pain. Oh uh, I mean, neck pain can, can occur as a result of many different things from injuries, uh, but it can also arise from a, 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 a very, very chronic or long-standing lower back dis discomfort. Wow. Well, that, that's fascinating to know because so many of my friends deal with uh, back pain and uh, it would be great for them to find out how they can relieve it. Now, we're talking about stress. How um, can we turn the awful thing? Now, stress, I think, can sometimes be a good thing. It, it kind of motivates you. But when does it become bad and how do we make sure we don't have too much of it that's unhealthy for us? It's, it's, a very, very, uh, it's a very, very subtle thing, and it creeps into our life in many different ways. And uh, there was, a, uh, I, I, I was a big fan of Dr. Deepak Chopra, who I'm sure you've heard of, who is the uh, guru of Ayurvedic medicine and health and healing. And um, he had a very, very, uh, I think, appropriate quote uh, to this regard. And it struck a chord with me because it it made an analogy with surfing. And my son and I are very big surfers. We've been lifetime surfers. Awesome. And he said that the unskilled surfer, every wave is stressful. But to the skilled surfer, every wave is an exhilaration. Ah. So stress is relative in, in all the activities that we do. And uh, in, in my particular situation, uh, with respect to starting a new enterprise and starting a new business, it, it, was, it was extremely stressful, and I found that the more I delved into it and, and learned as much as I possibly could, and especially developing new skills, okay, mm -hmm. digital skills, learning how to use the computer, learning how to do Zoom meetings, things of this nature, studying the marketplace and what were the demands going to be and if people would accept this product. The more I learned, the less stress I had. Wow. So the more skills I accumulated, I felt that I was able to, to deal with this. Yeah. Um, I think that um, uh, some of it relates to psychology. Uh, and there is a contemporary psychologist, uh, mm -hmm. Esther Perel, and you may have heard of her. Uh, she has adopted a lot of her work from uh, Viktor Frankl, who was the famous psychologist who based a lot of his teachings on his experiences in the camps and the, uh, in Germany. And basically, she says that the best way to handle stress and the, the, the best way to uh, be able to, um, to deal with a situation like that is to adopt an attitude of exploration and curiosity. Mm -hmm. We all have the capacity, and this is the immutable freedom that all of us have to change our attitude about situations. Um, and, and nobody can take that away from you, but it, it's up to the individual mm -hmm. to, to make those changes and to, to try to adopt an attitude where now it becomes much more amenable to your mm -hmm. personality, to your lifestyle, where you don't fret. Mm -hmm. uh, it takes work. It takes practice. But as you develop those skills, those situations become much easier for you. Yeah, I love that you say that, Dr. Barry. Uh, recently, a mentor of mine said, 
you know, really you can look at any situation, good, bad, or ugly and say, what can I learn from this? Um, because we always like to look at the good stuff and Oh, this is great. I learned this. But when bad stuff happens, we just want to push it aside and say, no, make it go away. But instead say, what can I learn from this? What, what can this do to grow me as a person? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so many people never get that far because they fear they, they're, they're so afraid of failure. And that, that is one of the, that is one of the really key elements I think that holds people back. And there are so many lessons in life about failure. I mean, how many, uh, how many uh, tries did Edison have to make before he invented the light bulb? I think it was like 99. And if you look at somebody like Abraham Lincoln, I, I mean, he, he was, he lost more elections than he won. Uh, he suffered a nervous breakdown. He failed in business. I think his fiance, <laughs> I think his fiance died. <laughs> or, and this all happened before he became one of the most consequential presidents of the United States. Mm -hmm. So you, 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 can't, you, you can't dismiss failure. We're all going to go through it. But exactly what can you learn from it? And it's, it's that learning process. And I convinced myself early on in this, in this enterprise that regardless of the outcome, mm -hmm. I was going to learn from it. And I've, I've learned a ton of things that I didn't know before, even if it never happens the way that I wanted to. Yeah. And you mentioned the um, passion of curiosity to always be curious and to want to expand. And that's the one thing we have, no matter what is going on in our life, that we can choose to expand and be like, okay, what can I learn from this? What's the great lesson? And, and, and then, and one, one thing I want to mention is that I think our culture now demonizes failure. Like when someone fails, Oh, look, he fails. Oh no, he's bad. Oh yeah. He's a failure. But I'm like thinking instead, that's awesome. He failed. Yeah. Now, how did he come back from it? Exactly. Or how did she come back from it? Or let's give them the, the tools or, or excite them, inspire them, be like, okay, you fail, get back up. Okay. We can do this. Boom. And that speaks to another quality that I think is very helpful in this type of enterprise, and that's resilience. You know, how are you willing, how are you able to bounce back? Mm -hmm. And uh, are you going to be overcome by discouragement or are you going to give it another try? Mm -hmm. um, I, I always use, think of my father as an example. Early on in his business, he experienced tremendous success. And then he made an investment in something that didn't turn out so well. And he struggled for years, but he finally was able to work his way back to a point where he was very, very successful. And he enjoyed the similar success as what he had early in his career as a builder and as a real estate developer. And I always admired that about him. He never gave up, regardless of the situation. And there are many examples of that in life. Probably, you know, we all know somebody like that. Yeah. And it's good for us to remember looking at others who we see fail to be like, okay, they failed. Let's give them the hoorah, get back up. And the same for ourselves. Don't beat yourself up. You failed. Okay, great. What's the next step to, to move forward, to not stay in that failure, to move beyond it? Yeah. 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 One, one of my favorite books was uh, written by Admiral McRaven, who was mm -hmm. the in charge of the Navy SEALs. And you probably heard of this book, Make Your Bed. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that he says in there during the training for Navy SEALs, one of the things they specialize in is feeling comfortable in the most uncomfortable situations that you mm. could possibly imagine, situations that none of us would ever want to be in. They learn to make themselves comfortable in that situation and to deal with it. And it, it, it's a very, very, I mean, it's a radical approach, but uh, it's, I think it's a valuable lesson for all of us. You know, how, how comfortable can you make yourself feel 
in a, in a new situation, in an uncomfortable situation. And that's a skill that I think is is very worthwhile to develop. Yeah, I, I think so, Dr. Barry. In fact, one of the things that is super uncomfortable for me is being in a networking room with a whole bunch of, you wouldn't know that from me doing the show, eh? But I don't not like to be in a party or in a big group of people where I don't know people and I have to get connect with all of them. Like, ah, oh. but it's that, okay, it's uncomfortable. Let's deal with the uncomfortable and go through it. It's very, it's very uncomfortable. And uh, th there was a, uh, um, a tech uh, uh, guy that uh, was trying to start a new business and he was looking for advice. And one of the people that he consulted with said, you have to get information. And the only way you can get information is to get in the room and imagine a room with ping pong balls flying back and forth. And he said, your goal is to get in that room and get hit by as many ping pong balls as you possibly can. Wow. And he just, he took that to heart and always thought that was good advice. But yes, exposing yourself to as many ideas, as many questions, uh, trying to get as many answers as you possibly can. And that means meeting as many people as you can. And one of the things that we've done in this business is uh, I was never really in my practice exposed to corporate business people that understood this landscape. Mm -hmm. And in meeting those people, I was able to get answers to a lot of the questions that I had. And I was surprised and, and gratified by how willing they were to give me advice and to talk to me about my enterprise and to answer the questions that I had. It's amazing how people are willing to do that. And until you start asking, you never really find out. Yeah, it's so true. Many, many years ago, I was curious to take flying lessons. So I started going out to flying schools and checking them out. And people were so responsive to answer my questions on the field, on the tarmac and, and say, what's flying like? How much does it cost? You know, just to get a feel, what's it like to be in this culture? Very uncomfortable. Uh, never been, you know, in a small plane, but everyone in this family, I call the aviation community a, a family was like open arms. You want to learn? Come on down. Come to our flying club and, and you know and chat with us after flying, and we'll tell you all about it. And so yeah, and and that's the same with uh, a number of other places. People love to talk about things they're passionate about. And Absolutely. If you show, yeah. you show uh, interest. Uh, yeah. So did you follow through? Did you get your pilot's license? I did not get my pilot license. I did meet my husband though uh, oh, while okay. flying, and uh, now we've flown almost all across the country. I have thirteen whole hours under my belt, and. A bunch of flying next to him, but uh, yeah. So that happens. To, that happens to be one of my passions. I'm a commercial pilot, and uh, lately I've been doing a lot of uh, what we call pilots and pause missions, where we rescue dogs from animal shelters and mm -hmm. get them to their permanent home. And it it is one of the most wonderful things bringing these dogs to people, especially during the pandemic, because more and more people are trying to find pets. And uh, we just enjoy the heck out of it, uh, matching these people up with the, with the dogs. And the dogs are great. They make great passengers. They sleep in the back seat. That's what I heard. You know? They don't they, complain. <laughs> I hear that they just kind of fall asleep with the drone and the engine. I, I would have expected them to be freaking out. but Yeah, no, yeah. very rarely does that happen. That's so cool. Well, my, my husband did some angel flights, another great organization where you can help patients that need to go to hospitals to different areas, pick them up at different local airports and curry them. It, it's such great. And that's, that's one thing. Yeah, go. 
that is a wonderful enterprise, Angel mm-hmm. Flight. And they have a, uh, they, I think they have a center here in the Northeast, I think on Long Island. Yeah. And uh, that's something that I'd like to do. I feel a little bit more comfortable with the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it, it, carrying people is a big responsibility, especially sick people. So exactly, yeah, exactly. Feel comfortable with that. Yeah. And that's one thing when, when I started and I, I'm my whole reason for wanting to do the flight thing was I was scared of flying. So I was like, I'm going to conquer this. I want to go fly in the world and not be scared to fly anymore. So that's why I did it. It wasn't like I, I started out with the desire that I must get a certificate. Um, but I met my wonderful pilot husband. Uh, so, you know, and now I'm not scared of flying anymore. So I did conquer that bit. But what's great about it is people think, oh, flying, it's so frivolous. What do you need flying for? It's a big, rich thing. And, and really, it's not. You can give so much back it, um, it, when you're uh, a pilot. It's a wonderful experience for people who've only flown commercially mm-hmm. to be able to be in a, in a small plane and see the world so much differently than you you would be. You can hardly see anything when you're 33,000 feet up in the air. But flying a small plane a couple thousand feet off the ground, it gives you a whole different view of the world. And it's very liberating. It is, it is. And when we go to different cultures, even within the United States, it makes you realize that people are all people and they're awesome. And, you know, now traveling the world myself, I see that all the different countries have their different cultures and they're all magnificent and have something to add to the earth. And it's amazing. I, I just love it. Yeah. So that's good. You're not stressed out about flying anymore. So you nope. come your stress. <laughs> That's right. And, and that's what we're going to do with our audience here. You've helped them conquer stress by realizing that they can go out there, be expansive, curious. And by building those skills and those, those um, how do you say it, that expansion muscle, as it were, they won't have that same sort of stress anymore. Exactly. Exactly. In, in the uh, ex-athletic world, you know, the, the extreme athletes, they have an expression, face the fear. And, you know, you don't have to be you don't have to be a daredevil to do this, but it's a, it's not a bad idea to try a little activity or do something that you've never experienced before might be a little intimidating. You don't want to take foolish risks, but, you know, that is is a very expansive experience. And I'd say, hey, start with a discovery flight. That's not too hugely expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Barry, it's been such a pleasure having you out here on Savvy Today. Share where everyone can find out more about you personally if they're in your area. Are you still practicing as a chiropractor? No, I'm concentrating full-time on this new enterprise, back to. So um, I practiced for many years, and I really enjoyed it. And uh, I still keep in touch with a lot of the patients that I treated. uh, And they all know that I'm devoting full-time to this now to try to bring this product to market. That's great. Give everyone the website again so they can check out that wonderful video and get on the list. Absolutely. All right. www.back2.com. And that is B-A-A-C-K, the number two.com. Thank you again, Dr. Barry, for coming to Savvy Broadcasting today. It's been a great pleasure. My pleasure too. Thank you very much, Christina. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. 
Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. They say your first bite of the day determines your mood for the rest of the day. So why risk it? Wake up, immediately order a McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit on the app, head straight to those golden arches, and take that first bite of that crispy chicken biscuit goodness. Knowing it's only $2 will improve your mood even more. The absolute first bite deal. Get a large breakfast sandwich for just $2. Only on the Mickey D's app. Happy rest of your day. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's app download and registration required. Valid one time per day through June 30th, 2022. And participate in McDonald's. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.